Hello, and welcome to the Valued Living Podcast, where we'll share tips and ways to help you begin to discover life value to create the life you want and deserve. I'm your host, Ava Blaylark, author of the number one new release in the Amazon Kindle store, Valued, Things I Wish My Mom Would Have Told Me, and the upcoming Beautifully Valued, Things I Wish My Dad Would Have Told Me. I'm a school social worker, therapist, author, and speaker. You can find out more at www.avalblaylark.com. Welcome to a brand new season of the Valued Living Podcast. This season, we are talking with the men. Today, I talk with Robert Winding as we address the value in relationships. Rob is an author, podcaster, producer. He works with social media and he is a self-proclaimed legend. The A&R are back. Join us for a few laughs, but also some serious talk about the importance of relationships, why we need them, and some ways in which relationships might be different. Listen in. Welcome to another episode of the Valued Living Podcast. Today on Valued Living, we are talking about the value of relationships. We have the legendary Robert Winding, author of Naked Thoughts, Four Seasons Life is Real, and Thoughts of a Sinner. Not only is he an author, writer, but he's also a producer, he does social media, all of that welcome rob thanks so much for being here uh tell us more about what you do in your books tell us a little bit no problem no problem ava can you hear me i can hear you very well can you hear okay. me i can hear you perfect. Okay, perfect perfect to be to be honest with you um ask the question one more time ava because i have to make sure because i see the red i see a red microphone down here so i'm like Making sure you can hear me. Yeah, I got you. So I so I just um tell us more about like what you do um in your books. Okay. Well, I start I start off with my books because that was the first things that um I actually did as far as what I do now. Uh my first book I ever wrote was called Thoughts of a Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was about my struggle and my triumph and my Christian walk. In my relationship with God, you know, that's a very important thing to me that since we're talking about relationship, that's the number one relationship right. to me and the number one relationship that I really need to be good at. Because, you know, God is going to always be God, but it's it's me. And yes. that's the thing that we have to I have to continue to work on is continuing to grow and continue to be better in that relationship with God. So that was the first book. And then I had a little bit of fun with uh, Four Seasons Life is Real is the second right. one. And Naked Thoughts was the follow-up to Four Seasons Life is Real. And it's honestly, because Ava, you know me, I'm pretty much an open book. I'm a journal. If you ask me, I'm going to tell you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm gonna t- Either you're going to like it or you're not going to like it. And it is what it is. So Four Seasons Life is Real is, I mean, Four Seasons Life is Real and Thoughts of a Sinner is pretty much like my journal. It's a uh, Okay. It's a it's a memoir of me, but things that I've done in my life, things that I've thought about in my life, but they're written in a way, um, honestly, to protect the innocent, <laughs> 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 to protect myself, 
And also, are they innocent? Are they really innocent? Yes, Ava. Okay, they innocent. They are innocent. (laughs) They are innocent. And so am I. So am I. Okay. Um, But yeah, so the way that I wrote it and crafted it, I just took um, these beautiful, because in my mind, my mind is like a beautiful metaphor itself. So it's just me just putting my thoughts on paper in a very descriptive, uh, very flowing type of way that just felt really comfortable. My favorite, my favorite piece that I wrote actually is Naked Thoughts. Okay. That's the my my that was my favorite to write, my favorite to read, and my favorite to read again. To get you okay. be honest, to be honest with you. So I am I am we're actually working on the fourth book, Ava. I told you about that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's actually starring our kids, Elias and KJ. Right. And it's the call it's called the Terrific Two verse The Ruiner of Fun. Mm. So y'all be waiting for that. I actually Ava, I've been having it done. I'm all the way up to the climax in it. I just gotta finish it. Yep. So sound like most men, right? But anyway <laughs> <laughs> So that's what I'm working on as far as my books. But you know, Ava, as far as my social media career, I went to I went to college, Concordia University of Chicago now. It was River Forest back then. I went to school for communications. So being on the microphone, being in front of people is really easy to me. So I actually have had three podcasts so far. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one I had was called Keep It Real Reloaded. The second one, Ava, you should know very well. Yes, yes. The A&R show, which should be coming back. I had to let Ava go off. And journey so she can write these books. <laughs> but we we should be back in the fall to get y'all back together. And then um I had a, a real quick project called the Midwest Swing. But nah. Nah. And then now I'm working on um Live from Studio 69 featuring your boy, the legendary Robert Winding. So, you know, just talking about events. So that's one thing that I, I really love to do. I write all of these things, I produce all of these things. I edit all of these things because it's part of my my own little conglomerate called Wonderful Works Studios uh, or Wonderful Works Productions. Um, Wonderful Works Productions is me. So that, all of that is under the Wonderful Works flag. You know what I mean? My books, my podcasts, anything else, Ava? Anything else? Okay. So all of that, that's that's why, you know, we call, well, you call yourself the legendary Robert Winder, and then we just, yeah, we just follow suit, I guess. <laughs> Thank you, Ava. Now you got everybody calling you, you know, legendary. But you know what? A little off topic, though. That That's a little, um, you know, that's a little gem right there because you started calling yourself the legendary Robert Winder first, right? But. I did. Now you do have other people calling you that. Yes. Like. Yeah, you you call yourself, and then uh, you know people gonna follow along. So yeah, y'all take that. Uh, Ava, right, Ava. Think about this. When I was in high school, before the legendary Robert Winding ever was birthed, the name Mister Wonderful was attached to me as well. Mm-hmm. So if you can tell where this is going, next year who knows what I'm gonna be calling myself. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. The legendary Robert Winding is forever. I can tell. I do have a background story to that, though, Ava. Okay. The background story to the legendary Robert Winding is 
I actually stole it. My- <laughs> <laughs> the, this this is the first time anybody's ever heard this story, Ava. So this is exclusive. Exclusive. Let's exclusive. go. Exclusive. So I don't know if you've ever met my father, but my father's name is Robert Winding, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So my father is actually the original legendary Robert Winding. Okay. If you, <laughs> he is. Uh, if you hear anybody in our family talk about him or any of his friends, they're like, man, your dad was a legend. Your dad was a legend. You know what I mean? So I kind of stole that moniker. He never called himself that because he's more meek and lowly than I am, I he's guess. He's a little more humble. He's a little bit he's a little bit more humble. So I stole it, Ava. And I made it I stole it because it kind of fits my personality. You get what I mean? Right. I I really truly am. And I've just invited it and that's where I become. The legendary Robert Winding. You feel me? I feel you. Shout out to Big Wine. <laughs> so, okay. That's a little segue, though, too, into this topic today, right? Because you talk about your dad, and I, I think I have met him before. And I, from what I know, you guys are fairly close, right? Yeah. Um, you have a, a, a pretty good relationship. So, you know, what are kind of your first thoughts when I asked you? I was like, all right, definitely got to get my boy, Rob. Yeah, this is my brother-in-law, to do the value of relationships. When we talk about relationships on the A&R show, so I feel like it's just a prequel to the next season. But, but, you know, you you always have uh, funny, funny relationship advice. Uh, (laughs) My advice is real. Sometimes it be real. Sometimes you be dropping gems. Sometimes you be dropping garbage. I don't know. (laughs) But... (laughs) But whatever. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. What does you know this this value and relationships mean to you? You know what, Ava? Values and relationship means just that. There's value, mm-hmm. and if I'm going to use the play on words, there's value in relationships. I feel that relationships are so important and so valuable in life because some of those relationships that you have, whether they're good, bad, nuclear, happy or sad or toxic are all learning experiences. Yeah. You get what I mean? Yeah. Like you can learn from, you can learn from the good and the great relationships on how you should handle and be better in your relationship with that particular person. You can learn from the nuclear or the toxic relationship by what not to do. So you got like both sides of the pendulum. You see what you can do to be great in a relationship and you see what you cannot do to be what you should not do in relationships. So I think that there's value. There's so much value in relationships because I know that like you, like you just stated, I value my dad. I value my dad in my relationship. Mm-hmm. I value it to, to the T um, when some not right with him, you know, I definitely got to check on him because I value him. I value that relationship that we built up since I was since I was young, you know what I mean? Coming down there, hanging out with his friends while they was drinking on Rich's Wild Irish Rose and asking <laughs> Pops, you know, can you know, can I hang out with you? And you know, he always was accommodating to everything that I've needed, even as an adult. Right. You know what I mean? And he always talked to me about, you know, making sure that I'm a gentleman at all times, but also making sure that I'm a gangster when it needs to be because mm-hmm. people will try you 
in that instance as well. So you got to make sure that you're able to do that. But he said, majority of the time, if you're being a gentleman, gentleman can, he always says a gentleman can go anywhere. So he really preached that, you know, and he really wanted to just make sure that I was always on point as, as a young child, as a adolescent, as a teen, and even as a man, you know, just making sure that I'm on point in that aspect. And actually, he always just say as well, treat them like you want to be treated, son. I don't know if that's the golden rule or whatever, but right. I kind of take that as, you know, if I feel like I, I need to be treated with respect and I feel like I want people to value my opinion or value my conversation, then I need to do the exact same thing. So just building those, just that relationship, valuing that relationship with my father and trying to mirror those things is something that I feel is, is, has been key to who I am even now. Yeah. Yeah. I like what you said about like all relationships, like it's all being like, whether they're good, the good, the bad, the ugly, they're all learning experience. Learning. Yes. Right. Like I feel like that's super important, especially for young people. Cause a lot of times like when, when we talk relationships, right. Like people automatically go to like romantic relationships. Um, Cause those, but well, even like family relationships and friendships, they can get, they can get ugly too, but seeing it, seeing them as a learning experience i think is going to be like the most important thing that you don't walk away feeling like you got nothing yes you know but that you could walk away like okay even though it ended ugly like what can i what can i get from this sometimes ava and like you just said sometimes to be honest with you those sometimes those family relationships can be the hardest yeah to deal with can be some of the most toxic relationships because your level, your level of love for them people, for your family, close friends who you consider your family yeah. can really um, alter and distort your, your thought process and the way that you are being handled or treated in that particular relationship. So you got to keep your, you got to always keep your head on the swivel and, and, and be mindful of what's actually going on because those family relationships definitely can be tough because of the fact that your love for them is different than your love for outside people. So be careful with that. Yeah. Your family still should treat you right. (laughs) And if they not, you need to talk about it and move on. You know what I mean? No, you're absolutely right. Like your family, they should still be treating you right. And I think a lot of times family relationships can be a little more difficult because we also feel like obligated you know like it's our family we like they we should love them they should love us um and then sometimes when they do stuff that's kind of crazy we'd be looking like what (laughs) no doubt no doubt i agree like what um but like you said regardless of relationship you want to treat people the way you want to be treated um but vice versa they should be treating you the way you want to be treated absolutely so um, would you say your dad was like your first example of a relationship? Would you say it was more your mom? Was it the two of them? Like, It was honestly, it was both of them. To be honest, my mom is just a different, my mom is on a different spectrum than my, my dad is because she is a mom. Right. Moms, love, moms love differently, especially with, with, uh, with their first first kid. Yeah. Their love is different, you know what I mean? 
Then my dad, my dad was more of the, um, because he's a man, you know what I'm saying? He was more <laughs> of the, the common sense aspect of it. You know what I mean? More of the, I guess the natural, more of the tangible. And my mom is more of, you know, the intangible and making sure you're, you're thinking at a, at a different pace than this, you know what I mean? So right. I honestly have to say the both of my parents were my first, my first relationships that I had to build to be honest with you and had to work on. Right. That, so that makes sense. Our parents, I mean, they really are like our first, um, they're our first teachers, right? First teacher, yeah. yeah. Of, of, and especially of relationships, like we either watch them together or if they're not together, right? We watch, we watch how, them apart. <laughs> right. We watch them apart um, and how they, and how they handle things. Um, in my first book, I kind of, I wrote a little bit about like my mom and dad's relationship and like in the beginning, you know, I was super young, so it, it looked really good to me. Right. <laughs> um, and then obviously as I, as I got older and they started having problems and, you know, they eventually divorced, I definitely was like, yep, definitely watching, you know, how to see, you know, do it wrong. Don't want to do that. Uh, <laughs> and then I got to watch them in relationships with other people. You know, my mom went on to date other people and then my dad went on to get um, married again twice. Uh, <laughs> so way I get to, to watch what you said? I said, way to go, Pops. You know, third time's a charm. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm dad, I'm playing. I love my stepmom. Um, and they they have a beautiful relationship. Like I can watch it and, and learn, you know, and learn from it. Like you said, like good, bad, ugly, right? Um, you 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 learn. These are like your first teachers. So you have and you have kids, right? Yes. So what kind of you know example? What are you trying to like teach them and 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 share with them as they're like growing up? You know about relationships. Well, a lot of things that I've tried to teach them um, from relationships, I honestly, especially with, it's different when you're dealing with a with a daughter than when you are with a boy. And it shouldn't be, yeah, but it is. Because a lot of the, the relationship building that I'm, I'm with my daughter is more tender, more mm -hmm. understanding, more, more, more understanding and more trying to figure out what's going on because I've, you know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a guy and guys and girls are different yeah. in their thought processes and different in the things that they need. So I noticed that with my daughter, I do a lot more question asking, you know what I'm saying? And I do more, you know, listening. And when it's my turn to talk, then I, I talk, you know what I'm saying? So I've, right. I've learned that, that girls are, are a lot different. So what I basically just try to try to, get my daughters just from the experiences um that i've had from relationships that i had especially not especially with dating her and i talk about dating a lot and um contrary to popular belief ava people like me so girls <laughs> like me and um <laughs> so i've had a few relationships so those are things that i'm experienced in and i'm experienced in in people as well because i am a social butterfly myself so it's just you know just trying to make sure that I tell her more about guys and yeah. how guys are going to talk to her and how to avoid the pitfalls and the signs um, that could happen in these relationships because 98% of guys are 
doing the same thing, no matter how, how old they are, how young they are. It's pretty much the same game plan. And right. it's just about how you as a woman approaches it. So I'm telling her more of the side, not giving away all the man's secrets because I still want her to, you know, have some experiences. Right. But yeah, still giving her like 75 to 80% of it. So, cause nobody wants to see their baby get hurt. So, you right. know, you try to give her those advices and just like, so even, even still, I tell her, instead of telling her to be a gentleman at all times, make sure that you're a lady at all times. Right. You know what I mean? Because be a lady, you know what I'm saying? Get yourself out of situations. Don't embarrass yourself. You know, things that are, so I'm just trying to continue to build and foster that relationship. And my daughter and I have, have a tremendous relationship. The things that I do social media wise, you know, I want to I include her in those things, you yeah. know, because, you know, she, my daughter's an, my daughter's an introvert. If you got you, well, you know, her. she's an introvert. So, you know, a lot of talking with her, you actually have to go and grab her and, you know, make her talk to you sometimes, you know, yeah. because she won't, she'll keep it all in. But her and I have a pretty good relationship. My son, on the other hand, he's all over the place. <laughs> and that's because he's a, a 14 year old kid now who's feeling himself. And, but that's the thing with him. I'm not as soft and, and tender. I'm more right in his face. Right. You know what I mean? Because right. not only is he a, not only is he a talented kid and, he plays the piano. He can play the the guitar. He plays sports. You know, he's he's a he's a butter, a social butterfly as well. He's also a young black male, and I, a lot of those things that young black men don't get from their actual father being in a house right. is that love, that communication, and that that relationship building. Eh? But that's that's a huge thing. So I'm always constantly, you know, trying to build a relationship with my son to make sure that he's on point, that he's on par with um, life and, and making sure that he feels valued by me yeah. and feel valued by society and not beat up. So that's what it is with uh, my kids. You know, I like that. And I feel like a lot of people probably wouldn't want to admit it, but, um, you know, boys and girls are different, Yes, you know, and they need different things. I feel like that's why it's super important you know, like to have like two parent homes because mom gives a daughter a certain thing and then she gives her son son a certain thing and yes. then dads give their daughter a certain thing and they give their sons a certain thing. But when you have both, everybody's getting what they need. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so sometimes, you know, it's hard and, and, it, and it happens like, you know, we have a single parents. My dad was a single dad and my mom was a single mom. Like, so, you know, it happens and you just, you try to do the best that you can. But um, they have, they have different needs, but they right. both need to feel valued. Yes, they both. You know, by by both mom and dad. Um, so in in the new book, things I wish my dad would have taught me. I, I reference like some some research about the super duper important relationship between dads and daughters, right? And how relationship between fathers and daughters, like it you know, it's a predictor of like self-esteem and yes. like academic success and like all of this stuff. And so it's, it's, it's like crazy, just like how important that is and, and what an effect that it can have on a young lady as she's growing up. Um, and so you get this thing about, you know, girls having like daddy issues, I think is where that comes from. Right. Um, 
but then we have to teach our sons like not to be like taking advantage and stuff, you know um, of things like that um so yeah but yeah no i agree with you the boys and girls they they have different needs different needs yeah and it's a, it's a different relationship my, my daughter and i relationship is totally different than my sons and our relationship right and, it, it, and that's honestly on purpose you know i try to give them the same thing but different if that makes sense yeah it makes sense to me um what do you feel like are some important steps to building healthy relationships not perfect because relationships you know if you ever listen to the a and r show you know <laughs> we doing high a and r product no relationships are not perfect but we in them right like you know we keep on doing them um we keep on doing them we keep on doing whether it's like i said family relationships friendships romantic relationships we we are just not meant to be alone live alone we're meant to socialize and connect with people um even though it's not easy so how do we build healthy relationships and i'm gonna say i'm gonna give you probably i'll give you four because four or five because i actually thought about this okay so how do, i say how do i build uh relationships for me the number one i think the number one thing for for building a relationship to be honest with you is have communication Ava yeah being being open and honest and just having 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 good communication that back and forth you learn so much from from communication you learn so much from talking and bouncing ideas and just just having that that just sit down conversation I think that's 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 in any relationship that's in that romantic that's in that sister that's in that husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend mom and dad dad and daughter open 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 communication honest communication is good um whether you're doing it face to face whether you're doing it via text whether you're doing it via talking on the telephone it's it's so important <laughs> number two i think um it helps you develop those social skills which is so tough nowadays yeah. because everything is so virtual if it wasn't like that when we were growing up you yeah. i know you remember going outside yeah. You was out west and double dutching and going to the can lady and turn on a fire hazard out there. Yeah. I mean, those are things that I did. So and, and riding your bikes with your friends and actually having that physical connection with your friends. But now with everything being so virtual, it's so much harder because I've actually seen kids in a room together, not talking. Yep. But they're talking because they're texting each other sitting right next to each other open yeah. up your mouth and say hey man what's going on you know what i mean right and, and stop calling me bro anyway but, <laughs> <laughs> but i think that's so important man just it helps you develop those it helps you develop those social and people skills that you're going to need um i think another one and i think this is a huge one as well um respect mm. respect and appreciate that person um because if you show them respect and you show them appreciation if they're a halfway decent person they're going to reciprocate that and yeah. that will help that relationship build and that would help that relationship grow stronger even adding on trust to that that'll help that that trust aspect in a relationship as well i think being supportive and meeting and here's the most this i think this might be important ava is accept that person for who they are. Yeah. Accept them for who they are. And sometimes 
you might have to meet them where they are. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Not, not, not in the, I mean, cause not everybody, not all of my friends went to college and you know what I mean? Did all of these things that I've done. But when we get together, I'm not sitting up there like, Oh, I'm a college graduate, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm, I'm here with you. We, we, we boys, we, we homies, we girl, you know what I'm saying? You my girl, whatever. Right. I think that is meeting, meeting people where they at and accepting them for who they are. If they are down in the dumps and, you know, you're trying to extend your hand to help them. And it's up to them to make that decision if they're going to accept your help or not. And if they accept your help, do it with a good heart because that's your friend. But if they like, man, I don't want no handouts from you or whatever. Man, that's cool. You still my you still you still my boy. You still my girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. I still got you with whatever you want. So yeah. I think those are those are my things. Ava, open communication, develop and foster that relationship. Respect them, appreciate them, um, support them, and you know, accept them for who they are, be where they at. And and I know this is one of the hardest ones, especially in the world that we live in right now with right. social media, being positive. Mm. Being positive majority of the time in that relationship because sometimes it is sometimes it can get ugly yeah but it don't, if it's if it's ugly 50 percent of the time then you might you might need to take another angle in that in that relationship right or because it shouldn't be a 50 50 one minute i'm happy one minute i'm sad because that's that's a terrible roller coaster to be on you should be happy and be positive in your relationship more than you should than you should be negative and unhappy because if you're more if you're more negative and unhappy, that's not a strong relationship, and you should have learned something from that. Right. And you gotta let that person, like I said, let them be who they are by themselves. Yep. Okay. And you know what? You kind of even just answered like another question I was gonna ask you. Like when it's like like that's a health like that's how we foster a healthy relationship, right? What's been your worst relationship, and how do we avoid? When you know, because like I said, the good should outweigh the bad, but if it's not, how we get away? It's true. It's true. Um, have I had? I've had some bad. I had a bad romantic relationship. I know you had. <laughs> Wait a minute, hey, it wasn't my fault. I didn't say it was your fault. I'm just it wasn't the legendary Robert <laughs> Wyatt's fault. <laughs> Never that, but it was. Um, and I'm talking about with I'm talking about you. I'm trying to think though. Have I had a bad relationship? Well, yeah, I have had a bad romantic relationship, Ava. And like I said, I've learned, I've actually learned more from the bad relationship than I've actually learned from the good relationship. Mm-hmm. A good relation because I come into the relationship with all of those things that I gave you before. I'm looking to be open and honest. I'm looking to develop this relationship, and I'm looking. I'm giving you the respect out the gate until you show me you don't need it. Right. But and that's how I started off in this relationship, Ava. I was being I'm you've been around me, Ava. I'm easy to get along with. You know what I'm saying? I'm okay. I'm, I'm cool. I, I chill, I laugh, I joke, I talk about you, you can talk about me. I don't take nothing personal. But you know, everybody's not like that. And there are some people who they're um they're just sour. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. They're, they will present, and these are definitely in romantic relationships. You got to be careful of this. People will will send their best representative of themselves to you. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To to hook you in and you're thinking that that's what it is. And in reality, that person is sour. Yeah. And that person is broken and that person has daddy issues and you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, and that was one of the, that was one of the relationships that I had. Um, the young lady, you know, sent me the best, uh, best representative, very smart, very bright, very on top of everything, you know, but it was always that, that, that flip of the coin and that flip of the coin was not very good at all. You know what I mean? Right. And it was sad. And that's what I learned a lot from that relationship. Even she actually affected a few of my relationships after her because I'm just like, yo, I'm never, I'm never going to be giving myself to another person like that right, because right. of, you know, this person tried to crush me with that. So I think, you know, that was, it was an, a learning experience, Ava, you know what I'm saying? I, I took the good that she had and the bad, I definitely learned from it. And I definitely learned that when somebody, that statement, when somebody shows you who they are, you better accept that and make a, make an educated decision off of that. Don't be drunk by this. I'm in love with this person. Don't be, you know what I'm saying? Don't be fooled because if a person, if a person shows you that they don't, they mean you ill intent and they are out to hurt you. And just because they come back and they love you and kiss you and they give you good love and all of that. Right. None. That's all of that is just a control ploy. And that's a bad relationship. And you need to have your antennas up and get up out of that thing. Mm -hmm. Don't waste no time. Because you don't want to end up as a Lifetime movie, for sure. <laughs> Not a Lifetime movie. Absolutely. Uh <laughs> I watched The Burning Bed. I seen it. <laughs> but, you know, that I, I, think, I think that's good advice. And I would even go so far as to say when you were talking about, like, the person just being sour, being broken, right? And then you had to learn from that. And then you yeah. were kind of different in relationships to follow. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things I always say, like, like relationships are important, right? It's about us connecting with other people. Yes. And you also have to work on yourself. Like sometimes you have to fix like yourself. Like when you learning these things and you taking these things, like don't we have them from relationship to relationship? Um, but work on like building your communication, yeah. you know, learning to be more accepting or learning to be more respectful or more appreciative and fixing your own like broken pieces. That's kind of like the, the, that's not kind of, it really is the premise of um, my second book, right? Like I'm talking about my dad, but then I'm really talking about the most important relationship, which is your relationship with yourself your, and your relationship with God. And you wrote about that, like in your first book too, Thoughts yeah. of the Center, right? It's about your Christian walk and your relationship with, with God, essentially. Yeah. Having that, open, having that open communication with God as well. And, you know, knowing when to shut up so he can communicate with you. Yeah. And just trusting and trusting. Like, you know, a lot of people, Ava, will ask God <laughs> in, in some of their relationships, God, show me a sign. Right. And God will show them a, a sign or that red flag. And guess what they do? They ignore it. Yep. You know what I mean? So, you know, God, that relationship with God is so important because he's always going to give you an escape you know what i mean he's always going to give you an escape or he's always going to give you advice on how you can stay in it stay in it and be strong in it you know what i mean yeah. because nowadays these relationships not even 
built on nothing. You know, <laughs> there's no foundation to right. them. That's why people can jump in and out of them because there's no foundation. But I'm from a different generation. I'm built from a different thing. So all of my relationships, I know I start them off with foundation and with foundation, sometimes you got to continue to work on them. Yeah. But that's the relationship aspect of it for sure. Yeah. Um, you said a lot of good stuff today, Rob. Hey, but come on now. Okay. Watch uh, watch my watch the A show. You can learn something. They they learn something. <laughs> don't watch A and R show. Uh, it's available on all platforms. Right, all of them. All of them. Your book is available on Amazon, right? Yes, I'm available. Your books. Uh, I'm, my books is available on Amazon. Um, from my trunk. If you need them, let me know. Uh, <laughs> you know, exclusive signed copies. But yes, I'm available on Amazon. Yes, all of my shows are available on all platforms. And our show is on Spotify, for sure. It is on Anchor, for sure. It's on other things as well. My new shows are all, my new old shows are all on YouTube, <laughs> on Facebook, you know. So I'm out there, Ava. It's just the people got to find me. Yep, and you find, you do a little Google search, Robert Winding. That's um, it. Legendary, Robert Winding. Absolutely. <laughs> um, thank you, Rob for being here with me today and chatting with me about the value of the value in relationships and giving us some tools, some tips. Um, yeah. I hope y'all, y'all was listening and you learned something today. <laughs> Absolutely. I hope they did too. Ava. I, I really do appreciate it. I appreciate you even asking me. Ava. That, okay. See, that's okay. us building cool. and fostering our relationship. Ava. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all until next time. All right, A&I show in the fall. Make sure yep. y'all join us. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Valued Living Podcast. Please subscribe and leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening from. If you like the show and want to learn more, please check out www.avalblaylark.com. Don't forget to share, tell a friend, and join us next time.